Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. So here it is, the very last episode of 2019. I am very excited for 2020. I hope you are too. If you checked out the last episode, I touched on goal setting for 2020 and went into a lot of bits and pieces, lots of information there. So if there were any questions that came out of that, please make sure that you are hitting me up on social media, uh, Facebook or Instagram, or the safest option is always email with me. Safest option, Jessica A. Barkley at iCloud.com. But one of the clear messages in there was the fact that a lot of people have fitness-related goals at the start of the new year. So going into January, I'm going to do quite a few fitness-based episodes. Now, I want to make this clear. I am a qualified personal trainer. I'm qualified in a certain number of group exercise type things, circuits, boot camps, exercise, music, all those kind of shizwas. Um, and I'm also a qualified sports nutritionist. That said, I don't feel like I've ever really used my sports nutrition qualification. Uh, nutrition is changing so quickly uh, and it gets very tricky to sort the, the fads from the facts. And also it's there is a lot of experimentation within nutrition of what works best for you, what responds well to you. There's that whole, uh, should we be low carb, should we not be low carb thing where it's a certain amount of personal preference mixed in with the larger quantities of science and things that are about that. But I am coming from a professional background. It is an area that I am passionate on and interested in. So beyond my qualifications, I am also make sh- making sure that I am reading scientific-backed information from the right sources. So I'm not coming in here as someone that doesn't actually know anything about fitness because I see that a lot. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about how to find the right personal trainer. Um, now, this might you might not be going for personal trainer. That might be out of your budget, but it was it was a good way of titling this episode. So your first one to consider would be your budget. Can you actually afford to have a personal trainer? Depending on the area you live in will depend on how much you have to pay your personal trainer. Uh, For example, when I had my own private studio, people didn't have to have a membership for the studio, so they would just pay me directly. I had a three-figure fee. Um, I was £100 an hour. Um, I was right near Waterloo train station, and obviously the market that is there is a lot of very affluent people, uh, either that live in the area or coming in and out for work. It was a lot of people that worked in the city. That was what I was dealing with. Uh, where I am now, um, I'm 40 to 45 pounds an hour. Um, I haven't got the private studio um, swanky side of things. And I'm further out of town because I now stay close to my little girl. 
but those are London prices. You may actually find that you can connect with a really good PT that is £20 an hour in your area, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they are any worse than someone that charges 45 to 100 It can just be your area. And if they don't have to pay extortionate parking fees every time they drive to your house, that's going to bring prices down. Uh, if you're training with them in a gym, it might actually be subsidized by the fact you've got a gym membership as well. Uh, maybe you go in and you're happy to do your warm up and cool down so you can just pay for a half an hour slot instead of a full hour slot. There's different things like that to consider. But having a PT is not a cheap option, but it does mean that you are going to get a very focused, very personalized program for you. Um, You can also look at working with digital ones. You sign up for like digital memberships where the programs are completely personalized, but they are much more tailored. And maybe you get a call once a month where you can speak directly to a trainer. But it does also mean that the trainer doesn't have to leave their home. They can be a lot more flexible. That might also help to bring prices down as well. So those kind of things to factor in. But otherwise, you might want to look at uh, gyms that have really good accountability systems. Uh, The gym I go to, for example, has an app that we all log our workouts in. And although you can't see everyone else's workouts, you can see um, we all get put into this different rating system for how active we are. Uh, So you can get a bit competitive with yourself or with the other people in the gym. And there are different apps and systems like that. Uh, You could get a Fitbit and connect with like a couple of people connect together and you could all be accountable to each other. Now, although that isn't going to push you uh, to pick up a heavier weight or correct your form, um, things that really you only get in that one to one or train with like a couple of people situation, it can be a, a very important tool in your in your fitness journey or in trying to achieve certain aesthetic or internal body goals and things like that. So don't discount all those things. They can be quite important. Sometimes it is better to try to have a, a gym that isn't close to your home. So maybe you want to join a gym that's near your work or near your college or near your friend and you always tie in with going to see your friend and things like that. So all those things really important to consider. Uh, You might want to just not sign up for a gym membership but commit to a class. You could pay for class bundles and find that kind of commitment that way. Uh, But definitely consider is this long term financially something that you can afford because you don't want to get yourself You don't want to run yourself into debt because you've got hooked into the structure of something or you've committed to a contract or something that isn't going to be right for you. So say that one from the front. Now, something I always think is really important that a lot of people trip up on when they start their fitness journeys or try to up their game with fitness is they don't look, physically look at the the trainer they're going to train with, be it someone at the front of the class or in a one-to-one situation. Um... They also don't ask what that trainer does, like what is that trainer into? So I have a trainer I see once a week. Um, He is an elite now, an elite Spartan racer. So he is very good with very functional fitness because he has to be able to run lots and then jump over crazy obstacles and do crazy obstacle-based things and then run lots more. Um, He is very, very strong, but very, very lean. Those are all things that I want to be. And those are all things that I aspire to be. And those are all things that I base my training around to be. Not the elite Spartan racer, but 
being able to do those kind of obstacles and being very functional with my fitness are the kind of things that I want to do. Um, so I know that his in, internally his body can do the things that I want to do. And externally, although he's got the male equivalent of what I'm trying to achieve, he's got the, the physique, the goal physique, as it were. Lean, strong, toned, done. I see people going to classes with the instructor do, doesn't have the physique they want. Um, it may be you don't like muscle definition and yet you're training with a trainer that's got really good muscle definition. Um, that's just one example. I have, uh, you might be going for that really shredded look and you're training with a, there isn't a politically correct way of saying this, sorry people, but you might be training with a plumper trainer. Now there are plumper trainers because some of them aren't going for that lean shredded thing and a lot of that is food not fitness but they might be incredibly fit on the inside now if you're not worried about the aesthetic but you just want the incredibly fit inside they might be much more motivational for you than going for a shredded trainer so I do feel like as long as you're within the health boundaries of weight um, that you don't necessarily need to be to be completely lean or shredded to be a trainer I don't think there is but you need to make sure that you've got a trainer that knows how to train for what you're trying to achieve. Um, and a lot of the time that is shown in in their physique. Now, the one caveat there is you could always look at the people they train as well. So they might have a thyroid issue or something like that, which means they gain a little bit more weight. But if you look at everyone else they train and they've got the kind of physique you want... Um, or they're achieving the kind of fitness levels and things that you want, then that's a good one to go for. There is that big thing as do as I say, not as I do, but I, I, I just can find that's a little bit demotivating with fitness. So I would personally recommend you find someone to train you, be it one-to-one or in a group situation, that is actually living the journey at the moment, um, that is more that aspirational figure physically, metaphorically for you, as opposed to someone that goes, I know how to get you there and I will show you, I will tell you, but I'm not necessarily showing you at the same time. You may strike lucky. That that would be my general consensus with someone like that is you are more likely to strike lucky as opposed to make an informed decision and select the right trainer or the right classes and things to go to. So I briefly touched on this, but one of the things you also want to consider is uh, beyond the finances, the practicalities of it is getting to it, the classes at the times that you can do, uh, does the trainer work at times that you can train, things like that. So think about the actual practicalities of something before you commit to it. Don't make it so tight that it's only just possible. Because on those days where you really don't want to go, if it's only just possible in the ideal situation, you're not going to make it there. It's not going to happen. You will find yourself cancelling last minute and losing money. And that is just pointless and a waste of time for everyone involved. Do be very careful with trainers making massive promises that you will guaranteeing, I'm putting that in inverted commas, guaranteeing certain body types within a certain amount of weeks, things like that. Be very, very careful with things like that. Because in the end, only you know your level of motivation and willpower and control. Um, food plays a massive part. If you are a struggle really, really hard, like me, to not eat everything in sight because I love all the food, but you want a super lean physique and your trainer's promising you this super lean physique, actually the food is going to have 
in some ways more of an impact than any of the working out that you do as well. Um, Other way around as well, if you struggle to eat enough, but you have really high fitness goals that they're making these sort of crazy promises and stuff about, you need to be realistic with yourself and go, actually, I'm not, I don't eat enough to get the energy to achieve those fitness goals. And it might be that for a lot of people, they don't actually need a personal trainer. What they need is a nutritionist or a dietitian. Uh, dietitians are a lot more qualified, but they're usually specific around a certain issue. And someone with a sports nutrition qualification, some of the nutrition and sports nutrition qualifications out there are dodge at best. Uh, Just because someone has a qualification doesn't necessarily mean very much. This is where social media can be great because you can have a look at what they're talking about their eating and their journey and really get a feel for how knowledgeable they are as opposed to just delving in. But then also people, people lie on social media, let's be honest. That can happen too. So it is quite a difficult gray area. The best thing with nutritionists, actually, to be honest, the best thing with trainers and nutritionists and dietitians is to have some sort of personal recommendation from someone. So if you start working with a trainer, they may have a nutritionist that they've worked with or that they've had clients work with that they could recommend as well. And so there's a certain amount of trial and error with nutrition. But if you have a specific issue, either an overeating or an undereating issue, um, then that can be a quite a good path to follow is get the extra support and help you need. And then, I mean, we've touched on trainers, nutritionists, dietitians. When it comes to the goal body you want, some people actually may need to look more at the therapy side of things. Getting into eating disorders and stuff like that can quite often be more of a therapy thing than a nutritionist thing. I struggled with eating for a long time. I still like eating lots of food, but it's within healthy remits now on the whole. Um, whereas, yes, there was a large part of my life where those those eating habits were not within healthy healthy remits, uh, particularly during my mid to late teenage years, my early 20s, they weren't within healthy remits. Um, And I kind of knew it at the time. uh, And so I was able to make those changes myself. But if you are struggling and don't feel like you're able to make those changes yourself, then looking at some course of of therapy-based support would be highly recommended. For me as a professional within the health and fitness industry, I would highly recommend pursuing that side of things. Uh, Mindset and motivation play a massive part in that. And if you've got uh, issues from your past that are eating away at your mindset and your motivation and things like that, then it's it's inside your head that you want to look at first before you start working on anything body-wise. Again, lots of information going on in this episode. (laughs) Clearly something I'm fairly passionate about. If you're following me over on Instagram, you'll see a lot of fun gym shenanigans going on. Uh, The gym I train at has recently had a refit. So I've had lots of new toys and equipment to play with and I'm having an absolute blast. But I will have had, by the time this episode goes out, I've just had a week off training. I'm having Christmas week off to let my poor little body recover uh, because I've been quite brutal in the gym to it recently and it's done me proud but it it is definitely in need of a rest. Happy New Year to all my fabulous listeners. I would just like to say a massive thank you for your support in our launch year of 2019. I can't wait for all the amazing things that are going to happen in 2020 with the podcast, uh, within the pageantry industry. There's been some wonderful changes over the last 12 months 
um, that have kind of been boiling up over the last couple of years, but I've seen a lot of wonderful changes over the last 12 months. And let's hope they keep going uh, in 2020. I hope you all go after some amazing goals in 2020. And as always, please make sure you're reaching out. If you have any questions, you want me to find the answers to uh, in the future episodes over the next 12 months. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.